0: meantime thank you for tuning into the intro I hope you stay for the episode and if not thank you for stopping by and I share with you my unconditional love and uh, wish you the best welcome back to my lovely IHP community I hope you're doing well it's the 21st, we're approaching our lovely February 2-2, so 2-2-2-2, and important numbers. As always, for those of us who have Claire's, we get to pick up a little bit more on these energies. Those who don't, they pick them up, but in a different way. So if they're actually expanding consciousness, then they're getting opportunities to grow up. And to become differentiated selves if they're not growing up then they get to repeat their karmic patterns uh, that would be all of the other soul age groups karmic patterns are not good or bad it's the stories that people tell themselves <clears throat> all of us have a story if you know yourself enough you know your story I know my story it's a very beautiful one <clears throat> I'm gonna use it uh, for this Q&A but FYI Every Enlightenment Soul age person will find their story a beautiful one. just doesn't matter if they come at the, at the awakening of their own Enlightenment Soul agent from masculine or feminine. Once they have achieved this level of visibility, enlightenment, there will only be something like, wow, how fucking awesome is that? Which is also why I actually find it very intriguing when I hear people talking about, oh, you won't come back to life once you reach nirvana. Because the minute a person's contemplating what's going to happen after you die is the minute that I know you're still in the human condition, wondering about all of that stuff, which is meaning you have not found Shiva. That uh, nothingness is really what is. And when you are connected to akash pure consciousness you actually know that it's a bullshit sentence like if you don't want to come back i'm sure there are those who don't come back because they really just don't enjoy life and in fact i think that those my hypotheses because these are never set in stone since they're all in invisible land and we all have an asshole to speak our actual assholeish opinions from right so there you go (laughs) teasing obviously we're all here as life-sensitive ego-sensitive people are listening to we group leaders who give them instructions on what to do so that they can feel safe some look like soldiers some look like not soldiers and when i say that i mean they are all stiff and formal and life is you know this big battlefield so some are going to be like "Ah," and others are going to be like "Ah," and we get to not be a part of any of that because that's exactly where we are not we're not in any limited space Luckily for us, and really, even if we were back in the medieval times, I'm pretty sure that the conscious people, the Enlightenment Asian people would not be with that. We might get caught, you know, again, if stories want us to go down that path. But then again, who knows? It's all made up. It's all made up by the people who don't enjoy their life. FYI. Those of us who do, that's the part. We don't spend time in this uh, horror stuff. Like, seriously, (laughs) we don't know why people use their imagination this way and we didn't need a sad guru to tell us about it either you know he's another one who's giving instructions i love that he gives instructions though because he allows himself or let me rectify he's a guru he's spiritually awakened he's unconditionally loving he's awesome and i'm very happy that some people will be his followers and there's a lot of people that are his followers i hope that some of them are also enlightened folk But then again, they wouldn't be there because they're not followers. So they would be assimilating the information, appreciating, as I, as any person, again, who's in their enlightenment soul, we appreciate information. We don't use the intellect in the absence of the fire of life. We use the intellect with the fire of life. There's Kali, right? All over the place. Kali's here, Shiva's here, and Krishna Leela, you name it. So, long story short, the Q&A is about how we don't... Enlightenment Soul Age, of person doesn't create excuses for her for people who aren't growing up, but we also don't have the need to spend our time in a low vibration. Like we actually don't feel any uh, desire to interact because, again, life is short. And the fact that we do die and we do want to come back, that's pretty clear to us because we love life. This is the part we are like. Like the essence of life is what you breathe and and are I mean obviously we need food but when you are connected to pure consciousness the way that I'm trying to share with my lovely community as we build a 5dc lightworker community now the masculines are going to be in a different spectrum because they came out of this ego death darkness so all this stuff that I have no personal knowledge of because I don't do suffering so whenever dismantling has come about because that's what happens the childhood and me didn't die what I got to do was actually and still is grow up and how do we grow up well here's where the enlightenment soul age person is growing up with Shiva nothingness this is why this and that is straightforward this is why when I share with you stories for example my one friend way back when when he was like oh but you're a hypocrite because you don't sit in one thought it's like, yeah, I don't marry a thought and it's set in stone. I actually accumulate information because that's what exists outside of me. And I didn't know that your brain was so no, I, don't, I didn't say that to them, but if I have to break it down, to me, that's a limited brain. A brain that's only taking one subject matter, then another, and keeping them separate. It also means you don't know how to be creative. It also means that you're really not uh, again using all of the information, and that's where separation consciousness is. Now, the intuitive part is what people, the masculine again, and because the world is made up of a bunch of masculines for a very specific reason that I will get to in a minute, it has nothing to do with being dumb, even though it is being in self-preservation brain. So it is because they're still sticking with the brain of our ancestors, and instead of evolving it, you know, we're, we're right now at the middle ground of where there's going to be a group it's the conscious society this is the 5dc people grown-ups who can say fuck you fuck you i'm not going to have any shyness or ego we're not that We're, we're we're the ones who are like i'm so sorry let me move away from you before i have to walk on eggshells every day and we actually will say sorry for real because we will not have meant to hurt your fragile ego so much to create that type you know like We are busy with the other more important stuff is what we want. So with our time, what we want to do, Krishna, Lila, have fun and then take care of business. Business would be leaving the world in a better place than it was yesterday. So yes, voting, picking up trash, like actively doing and not necessarily babbling. We don't have to use our mouth like that. And most of us are actually busy with information gathering again because we don't, spend time in gossip land toxic land drama land this land that seems to be so amusing to to people somehow but i get it actually now i really understand it a lot more because of knowing that they're all disembodied selves and so they don't know what it's like to be a restored embodied self like they don't have any idea what it's like to have a body with consciousness like life breathing life like i'm passionate about everything so that, they don't have that growing. Those of us who are enlightened from the feminine, we always have this Kali is real, but it's in this I'm life. And so there's just so many things I want to share with you on this QA today, but back to the whole childhood, we don't lose our childhood. We actually grow from a small piece of consciousness, like a child, with our lovely social construction of reality that's our family of origin gives us this reality we get to begin seeing ourselves through the eyes of our parents or parent and siblings and then our society and whether conscious or not doesn't matter this is why the whole twin flame so made oversold it don't make a difference to us that this is their meaning we exist all together like the fact that <clears throat> you might be alone is not happening if you were we wouldn't be talking would we again when people present hypotheticals like uh but you know here what if you're all alone Uh, well right now if you ask me but really i'm going to say it's a trick question because i don't know what it's like to be all alone so technically i can't answer that question because i'll never know what it's like to be all alone because i'm with eight billion people on this planet right now in 2023 obviously even if there were other life times that we won't you know connect to as like oh I have a video of me here here I am I mean I could recognize me and here's where going back to what I want I want to close out the loop I I have a hunch from my own perspective as a piece of consciousness in the enlightenment soul age group that those who speak their thoughts obviously become truths And those who are teachers, the old soul ages, they actually don't necessarily move into the enlightenment soul age group. And that is why they don't want to come back to life and or once they've reached their pinnacle, their spirituality, because that's the soul age group of when you are looking to become your actual spirituality process. So they actually um, don't want to come back to life because they don't really their way of living life is to teach and it is to connect to the spirituality that they are. That's what I'm trying to get at. So it's not good or bad. And again, it's a hunch because no piece of life that is a differentiated self is gonna say, I know the truth about another human being. No, they know the truth about them, human being or not. That piece of consciousness is gonna choose. And really this, again, questioning of the law of anything is a human condition of, I wanna know what is the one right answer of life. <clears throat> your breathing it is very straightforward the infinite realm we can do whatever the hell we want with it and reality speaking again I know I'm going to come back to life because I love life all the time and I also know I won't remember it and if I don't well then you have it there I still love every single day of my life so long story short the people who question anything about coming back or not are not in the influential age they're automatically still dealing with who knows what, or they're a teacher, and you know they all serve their purpose. The subject matter experts—they're all teachers. They're all—if they didn't have the passion for what they do and they're laser focused on getting into that in depth, we wouldn't have any knowledge, which would be really sucky because. Our ancestors just drew on walls and had fire, and that was about it. I mean, that makes it pretty boring. You can only imagine why they were very interested in the gladiators. Now, I know that people like to think of humanity as savage, but I think that their games had a lot more to do with the fact that there was discovery of our physical strength, of physical... You know, there's a process to expand consciousness. Human evolution is what we can call it. So again, back to what I was trying to get to, the childhood of a person who has always maintained their conscious connectedness so those of us who are feminine with our own masculines in the enlightenment soul age group as things dismantle thanks to our oversoul our family of origin helps us to dismantle a lot of those aspects that instead every other person who's another soul age groups they still seek each other it's called the mammalian heritage it's a feeling though that comes from the body of either I'm unworthy and need to be redeemed, so there's this self-loathing, shame, and this low, low, low energy where they just sit there and you know waste time. <clears throat> or there's the I want to be taken care of, and that can look in two ways. It can be in a fear way, and they're looking to those who look strong, or they can be the ones who are ah. And so, when you see any type of charge state, you're dealing with a person who has yet to achieve the Shiva land for real. Shiva land is a beautiful land, and as you join it, Krishna lila is accompanying it. So Kali is pretty calm because there's an actual awareness, once it's here, again, of maturity. So every one of those childhood ideas of life with the social construction of reality will have been dismantled when you get here. Meaning you can have a bit of that space from the mind and the body, So you're like ah okay here's where i got that idea of this name this label this thing ah here's the idea of what is supposed to be relationships or society up here's another idea very interesting so all of those ideas the social construct is constructed and here's one of my favorite sentences from this book the social construction of reality it's a sociology book for any of you who love learning about society and an in-depth version of it all social reality is precarious. All societies are constructions in the face of chaos. This is page 103. So the Enlightenmental so age of feminine is not afraid of the aspect of chaos when it comes to not having an answer to what is the meaning of life. We don't feel that chaotic in any way shape or form because we don't actually have a question. Life is awesome. That's the meaning of life stuff that humanity does is because they are still evolving and there are different states of consciousness and they're in different soul age groups and they're also people who are not their complete whole self they're either more masculine or more feminine and they're an immature version of and they all have actual childhood ideas of what society should look like they all have the protector lenses on where they manage each other with clown faces and those clown faces are actually people who will overgeneralize have stereotypes uh, sit in their black and white thinking believe that there's the whole right wrong sit in ego with pride without awareness of it repeat cycles feel frustrated and unfulfilled and a lot of very low energy and then point a finger at life or the people around them and say, you are to blame, or I'm broken and I'm damaged and I'm gonna sit here and just, so again, compassion hat on, but seriously, there are the psychoeducators for people who feel the great need of being in a space of, I'm so unhappy right now, that's why they're here. They're called mental health professionals mentorship, and coaches, and people who support from the Enlightenment Soul Age of perspective for personal development, we work with people who actually care about their own personality, which would be all people who are life-sensitive, not ego-sensitive. So this means that they can accept, like when my friend said you're a hypocrite, the minute he said, I was like, wait a minute, that's not true. In my head I said that, and then I said, wait a minute, Maria, stop. I was like, oh wait, it is true. Why? Because I can listen to another human being's perspective and it makes sense the way they explained it. That's why. And because this doesn't disprove or prove anything, because I'm not trying to prove who I am. My name's Maria. Here is who I am. And I can exchange ideas with people. The part about if I'm not accepted, well, then it obviously will mean if you cannot handle that I am this specific thing, then we won't be friends. We'll be. This is okay Because we don't actually need each other to live life. I need air, water, and food society is built based on conscious people, the grown up people are what I'm talking about now, those who want to manage each other those are called we groups, those are the some, and and, and so yeah enlightenment, So we don't do some we do independent, differentiated we're not going to sit around and be like, oh my God, I was called this horrible name by this person. Now let me try sucking up or do something to prove. No, no, no. We're going to be like, okay, this is cool. Now I heard your opinion. So do we still like each other? Are we cool? Is it good? Yeah? Okay, great. So we can agree to disagree like grown-ups do and actually still be friends. And really those hypotheticals of life or death is where humanly speaking, if you're an actual human being, you're going to help your friend no matter what your opinions are now in the horror stories that people like to share with each other they're all you know I'll never forget this one thing that happened to me where I had not mentioned not even one little thing about any opinion politically speaking lost none 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 of these words came out of my mouth and I got a human being we're talking about completely opposing topics like I don't even know how this came out but it was because there's something going on in the laws and and they were upset about it so they're upset is what came through and somehow they just had to bring into this mix of how they would be laughing the day that I would find myself in my backyard with I don't know choppers coming at me and and I don't have any weapons and and, you know this person actually said and I'll be in my home with all my weapons laughing and I was like wow like really so you're gonna leave me to die i i think i asked i asked him that yes i'm gonna laugh because you and i was like oh I was like that's was when i was like okay this person obviously thinks i'm not in favor of him being able to have his lovely little weapons going on and now all of a sudden he's got this this is how people use their imagination and I'm thinking, it's not only not professional, it has nothing to do with what we're talking about, and I didn't even mention anything about what I would vote, not vote, and really, why, how dare you even? <laughs> it's like all of these and above, and this is an older person than I. Oh, and I've had other interactions, professionally speaking, where I was like, wow, seriously? you know." And this one I'm not gonna share, because this one, I really, really, every time males, and I, I'm a heterosexual female, however it is that people like to explain that, I'm polyamorous gray a fyi there you go all the labels for anybody who's new so and i yes i i am attracted to men not anything else <laughs> or anyone else um, but what i don't like is stereotypes that dumb down men because really when i think of what a man represents and a woman for that matter they represent a mature human being who can use their mouth who can use their brain who can have adult conversations thankfully i have been introduced to individuals that are doing conscious lives it's like okay they exist and their energy is just your mind you will be mind-blown when you meet a person who is a conscious being because they're intellectually there and the life force of them is there and so you're not talking to a regurgitation of a book no you're talking to a living conscious being who is enveloping and embodying through their gut heart brain all of themselves so it doesn't matter how that is presented it's just the enriching experience because that's where energy and energy is exchanging and so that's an in-depth like wow and you're being listened to and this is the other part we talked about this so the depth of listening is there and the exchange from the depth is there and there is the enriching moment of an exchange it's just wow. so again there is no comparison when you meet a conscious being that is a life force and then they're also intellectually savvy and expanding their knowledge. So the stereotypes of men that I've seen <clears throat> are very, very sad. And then seeing that play out by my male friends, that's even more sad for me personally, because I'm like, dude, why are you limiting yourself so much? Like this. Is this. So this is where the Enlightenment Soul Age of Feminine will not be speaking to people in certain ways, because, again, everyone chooses rainbow of colors that they want to experience in life we are not here to tell each other how to be we're here to live with each other and live means sharing with each other life which means sharing our personalities so we're not here to babysit which is why as our childhood ideas of life relationships family everything as our family of origin, our oversoul, to flame soulmates, entire oversoul, dismantles it because that's what's going to happen. We grow up. We grow up to become the full-fledged free souls we all are. And I shouldn't use that word, the free life, that lives that we all are, the essence of lives. I don't want to use that word. It's not because others don't. I know many psychologists are using spirituality, essence of life, awakening. I'm choosing to create a more human conversation of this because it's called people being actual grown-ups with their words, with their brains, with their bodies. So to me, I love to see that because that's what I thought a grown-up was as a child growing up, FYI. And as a teenager growing up, I thought my teenage friends would grow up too. Then I saw that that depends on what areas of their own insecurities as a teenager they started to look at and or if they identified with the social construction of their own family of origin. So whatever their self was defined to be by their family whatever you know so their story their story I'm broken it's my fault i'm damaged they're damaged the world's shitty i can't do this you know it's unfair all what shitty people i got tired of that one at a certain point of having to listen to how much people crap on humanity it's not even funny how brain daunting this is every time it has happened and it was out of respect because they dumping shit on humanity comes from their suffering so well, how am I going to tell you hey stop suffering you know you're suffering obviously as a good friend I should listen to you but at a certain point it became where it's like you know I really don't feel this way about humans I, I feel they're awesome and I love life and I'm going to start making this clear to people so they can go dump their shit with other people who think about humanity the same way instead of me because my ears are tired of hearing this plus it's also a very lame excuse for why your life sucks your life sucks because you're not doing anything to get out of a mindset that sucks essentially imagination is ours now the psychoeducators they're here for a reason they're much more compassionate for reasons i'm compassionate too but i don't have to be in the that's not my profession the profession of those who are officially therapists and guess what some are not really great they're still hurt and they should work on themselves first because some of them put people against each other instead of talking about, um, you know, if a person is a narcissist or a sociopath or a psychopath, here are the things you can expect. Here's what you can try to do, giving them options, not talking about you have to have boundaries. That, duh, hello, That this is something like if you don't understand what boundaries mean. Again, I'm saying the professionals that know the truth they all will cry when they start speaking about humanity, or they get very emotional. Peter Levine, Dan Siegel, Basil van the ones who know the in-depth, they say have compassion, support each other. Stephen Porges with the Polyvagal Theory, Janina Fisher. And they're all human beings who work and are in-depth on this trauma topic for real versus the ones who are still in their field learning I'm a person who did academia I know what it means to get out of college start doing your thing and then if you actually have passion to go more in depth with your thing so my thing was "Mm, I'm not going to do politics that was my thing I became an online marketer and entrepreneur and I love this space creator space So the mentor is how I support humanity, but the episodes, you guys know that food for thought, and then the subscription-based model content courses, all that kind of stuff. But long story short, the people who are in the middle, As presented by Sadhguru, their fire is in their intellect, which doesn't make them a fire of life. It just makes them very sharp with this one topic. And in fact, that one topic, though, they go and argue with each other and they keep creating separation. In fact, he says they're wielding their knife, but they keep separating, separating, separating. They make things complicated. In fact, they do. (laughs) It's the Enlightenment. So age group academics... That are bringing multidisciplines together and saying, "Hey, uh, you know, life isn't one dimension, not one note." So it's thanks to academia that we get to come together and actually evolve, not only one topic. So that we can be spirituality. It is the essence of life. It is consciousness. It's an energy. It's an intelligence. It's not an entity. It ain't a belief system. So here's where the enlightenmental age of person will be at. When we die, we don't know if we come back or not. Very straightforward. If we do come back, we still know we won't remember because we are obviously alive now. I'm alive now. I have had my lovely past lives come to me. I know at least one, two, three, four, at least four of them. And one, I don't know if it's a past life or not, but I got to share it with one of my soulmates because they're the ones who are in it. And it was really amazing. I can't wait to find out what they think of it if they ever let me know. But that one was really cool the other lives are with the uh, one of my twin flames and that's three of them and then there's plenty more of like astral travel all this stuff that I get to experience and have experience and so that's pretty awesome but like I was saying what we come to understand is yeah this is all great and dandy at the end of the day the answer the same I'm in my imagination then one two three <laughs> i come back to life i won't remember in this shit anyways because i still the people that i know i know that i've known them before but again we are able to maintain a certain linearity with the fact that shiva nothingness is what we end with and begin with and it's okay because we're not in chaos because we're not afraid of this dark thing called we don't know what happens after life that's okay we actually do know and we don't like to stay within the whole belief system which is why call it dark matter dark energy and while others sit in their belief systems that's where those other soul groups are so we do know differentiate itself from all of our family of origin at a certain point and that involves the social construct of reality but it also involves belief systems of reality all of them so religious spiritual you name it the subject matters they are how we keep on expanding as seekers our knowledge of this word reality which fyi subjective and our story back to that so our childhood is not destroyed in a way of oh my god we have unresolved trauma and I'm so upset at my parent no we with feminine okay the masculines they're not included in this explanation all the masculines have the mammalian heritage they want to either be taken care of or they want to be redeemed and to get out of this cycle this pity party because we call it a pity party it's like so over and over and over and over and over that you know our oversoul literally exhausts quote unquote us because they seriously are suffering so we get to learn how to get out of that let them be their own suffering and be able to uh so yeah these the stages okay wait the suffering is not mine it's theirs oh but wait they're choosing it i learned this from my lovely psychology book one of the first ones that i'll never forget that one it's like okay they gave me an exact explanation and i was like that makes a lot of sense of how a person will feel that they are because they are suffering because they're putting themselves in this situation now this was that without the knowledge of the body yet just from the psyche and that was the day that i was like now that i understand because i used to think that people actually suffered so my heart would go out to my loved ones and wow i feel so bad that you're suffering once I understood psychologically speaking that this is a pattern that is chosen even though it's unconscious, it's not actually chosen, chosen, the 10 month old self didn't choose this but you know, and so none of the mystical and metaphysics stuff makes it any different, it's still choosing not choosing, so it's like okay, this is a pattern, there's nothing I can do about it, I can't help them and me feeling bad about it doesn't change anything and here's where, what I can equate that to is learning to move from solely being an empath to being a somatic empath with full on compassion always which is i hope that you can get out of your shitty situation but not the i'm actually picking up on your suffering and here's where i really understood it was all my fault not because of control which is where the psychoeducators love to go when people say the fault thing because they work with all the masculines who feel unworthy and or that they want to be taken care of it was my way of seeing something so the feminine is always aware that the reality is created by our conceptualized perspective we always know that we're subjectively exploring thoughts and emotions we're aware of our own ego So, I'm like, okay, this was Maria's way of thinking about something that they were actually suffering versus me knowing the knowledge of the psychology of no, they're not actually suffering. It's a pattern that makes them feel comfortable. And here's where, as Bezel van der Kolk points out, the heartbreak and gut wrench, the feeling dead inside, only being able to feel alive when repeating your same trauma situation. That's where the family of origin is. That's where the protector lens is. That's where the unfinished business and that's where the karma is. And so people live out their sob story. It's a sob story because they're all in this middle ground. None of them have achieved neutrality. They haven't moved anywhere near 5D yet. Every person who still feels life is shitty and humanity is shitty doesn't actually have a relationship with an aspect of their conscious self yet. If they do, then they will have a very different pair of tainted glasses because they will begin to see okay wait a minute there isn't this suffering in a way that doesn't make sense it's unnecessary for those of us who don't feel it but we understand what it is and so once we understand it it's not unnecessary so for the masculines that's why they have ego death dark night assault because they do go through layers and layers of suffering through their layers so their childhood doesn't have Uh, in all of our childhoods, we all have trauma, again, we all have something that will have been too much, too soon, too quick, and a lot more than just something, so our bodies come with a different degree of memory, based on the life of here, you don't have to think of other lives, this is where people get lost in 4D land, and really the people who are feminines, they call themselves feminines because they have clairs, and they're channeling guidance, and all of these things that for me are very straightforward too but they are not tending to their stuff they're not tending to their emotions they're not mastering in fact their emotional plane that's why they don't complete their connectedness to akash and therefore they don't remember they don't restore the embodied self awareness they stay in the middle and they choose to think ah oh, i can see the future now oh i can tell you shit this is how they're using these clears so they stay in this energy that they think is powerful for some of them it's really not it's it's limiting their actual expression it's also limiting what they're bringing and they're not healing the pain at all our lovely planet they're just continuing to relive their own trauma and then their unfinished business so they are and in fact here's why we don't actually do anything meaning we don't we already know that states of consciousness, we don't need to be told don't don't mantle men man, what's it called? Don't meddle. So Sadhguru says we don't meddle with states of consciousness. We don't need to be told it because we will naturally know when uh, we've done what we could to open up the door for their own growing up. And when that's not been taken, it will mean that they're choosing their suffering. But it's not suffering. It's reality and in fact here's where perfect answer that a friend of mine gave me is a friend who did uh, and has asked for support so I'm I'm still presently supporting I need to figure out some things but that'll happen when I get to talk to them and have a face-to-face until then uh, it's it's only gonna I'm only gonna be concerned for their well-being so I wrote them to check in because they were having a bad day and I actually was expecting that they would be, you know, in, in, in the way because I know the pattern because you know people are a pattern of their own attachment uh, style and their unresolved trauma. And I know enough now on the somatics psychology to understand specifically every one of the patterns that I deal with because I know the charge states. Thank you, Sue Morton from my Somatopia trauma certificate and that's the other part uh having educational hours hours and hours and hours on uh trauma and how it stays within the body and um with all of that being said those of us who are enlightened in this feminine we always have been picking up on the charge states of our loved ones this is why our oversoul we already know that they love us we love them Their uh, childhood trauma and what they do doesn't mean we don't love them and vice versa. We actually unconditionally love each other with flaws and imperfections. That's the whole point of what family is. And our family extends beyond blood. (laughs) It's actual people we already know. We don't need to be told. We know and in fact it only gets bigger. Our our oversoul only grows. So like I was saying, the answer of the individual was basically... Yeah, it doesn't matter what you're sharing with me I still hate the world it's horrible something like that so they're they're this pessimist and it's not pessimist they feel dead inside they actually have a shame cycle they have patterns they have very very unfortunate soothing patterns that I have noticed which is what I want to talk to them about with the somatics experiencing in-depth knowledge and this educational certificate and more i can be a better mentor for people that want to do the work besides through our podcast episodes you know that the subscription-based model content will get some specific episodes and the inner growth mindset is still online the beginners is fully on udemy i need to get the other ones online and you still have the main modules for free on the website And eventually, if time permits, I want to integrate stuff. But long story short, what I was trying to get at is people who commit to their identity. So life sucks. There you go. You've chosen. There is no need. But they are on a journey. They they actually spend money with the therapist. So this is why, again. And they specifically ask for help. So we don't take away our help from people. But uh, what we do know is when we've done everything we could and when people commit to their misery. And we don't actually bring company to misery. So my first learning about suffering being something that is a choice was given, and then I got the in-depth version of it. It's not an actual choice choice. It's an unresolved trauma and, you know, a person bringing their trauma with them and then presenting it to you. And that's where step two really didn't need to be spelled out because with that having come to light as like it's your caring but you were caring because you thought that they were upset about life but they're not upset this is where they they're choosing again this is how their ego self feels fulfilled Basil van der confirms it I just now know it from a sadder story which is that people in their body Feel dead, heartbroken, gut-wrenched, and torn apart. And so, with that description, I'm like, "Wow, that's just so." Uh, and that's why it's really sad, because people who are in forty-three D land and other soul age groups who speak to each other with attitude, they're all hurting inside, and they're all just perpetuating human suffering for the very same reason that every one of them—they didn't get to feel consistently connected to universe. This akash, this energy, which is a feeling of sense of ease. Sadhguru calls it grace. I don't want to use that word anymore because grace associates to belief system. And that would keep you in a limited state of your human consciousness. And enlightenment, so a likes to move into infinite space. So infinite space is its not grace. It's dark matter, dark energy, and it is an intelligence. FYI, I'm a Reiki practitioner. I do Reiki sessions. I definitely know Akash intimately. I love being able to support people. With Reiki, it's not my energy, we're all energy. We're all big sound physicians, they've they've presented it. Everything in the universe is a sound. This is why sounds mantras work. So some are calling us technology. We don't even infuse that. That's another way that people are organizing reality. When you figure out, only if you're your infinite higher human consciousness, you'll figure it out, that your brain's always gonna wanna make sense of things. That's why it's important what you're consuming people who are seekers, we don't consume gossip, we don't consume romance, we don't consume fairy tales. We know the difference immediately of what a story is. In fact, once we start to get to doing life, which is really awesome, we only consume valuable information. And then we obviously share life with our loved ones, whatever state of consciousness they're in. We don't put in any effort in our relationships because they naturally grow we don't do attachment or entanglement we're not in our relationships because we need each other mentally emotionally or physically we will support each other because that's what family does we're a differentiated self and so as i was saying we don't abandon anyone because why would we that's not what friends do that's not what loved ones do family sticks together and family is humanity as a whole where the unconditional love comes and this is why there's a level of awareness that it's a journey to help those who do want to get out of their unresolved trauma because neuroplasticity there's a dark and bright side and the body part is very important so here's where we don't waste any one of the seconds of times of moments of breath We're always invested in our relationships because again, we are a society, nobody is born alone. And so the whole thing of people going away, what is an indication to me that a person has not healed is when they're isolating, isolating, isolating. You're not doing well. And that's very sad, but it is what it is. I have had a very great, great, great learning experience. And I always remember my first two and they are the two that I needed plus my teenage years. That was all. When I got to look into certain aspects that kind of threw me off guard, I wasn't taught anything new. I was simply reiterated what I had already learned. And it all, it all makes sense when you look at what, uh, again, growing up means. So I got to learn very clearly how much a person will do when they have a shame cycle in order for them to be left all alone. And you know, I'm gonna bring in the lovely psychologist, Kelly, forget his last name. He's the one who is a representation of ubiquitous suffering. And he explains just how well he knew how to get, when he was in his suicidal modes, how well he knew how to get the people that he knew would offend him to be around him so that he could get insulted in a way of making him feel shitter than he already felt and in a way to empower what he was trying in that moment. So like he is now healed and a psychologist and and he is very much aware of how to share with the world, stop talking about suffering as if it needs to be not here or as if, you know, he, he is a representation of the adult version of it and so it's more of You know, it exists because adults, they are objective about subjective reality and about everything. And so they will present this is one piece of a pie It is here. Stop using terms that make it not exist or that judge it. So they're the equanimity of their subject matter. They're sitting in the middle and standing in the middle and saying we can see both sides. Your words aren't helping. What would help is acceptance because acceptance, here's where we move out of karma. And into Dharma, so enlightenment, so age of people, we're always here, which is why we don't have a pity party for people who are in pity party. We actually are there. We'll do what we can if they come. That's great. If they don't, they don't. We don't really have a preference because it's not our life. They're living their own piece of consciousness doesn't matter if they're your own oversoul or not we are a differentiated self the feminine of any twin flame experience or twin flames will be automatically a differentiated self they will know what is theirs and they will know what is not theirs and that is thanks to our entire oversoul and so again there's no destabilization for the Enlightenment soul age group there is only expansion when the childhood ideas whether it be social construction belief religion you name it, a reality come crumbling down, <clears throat> thanks to the interactions of our oversoul, as it's happening, we know what's happening, which is where we will know that we are experiencing expansion. Now, here's the other thing, people have mouths, and they have brains, and so even though there can be understanding for what happens in a person's pattern, what is more understanding is that everyone actually can see another human being, in their front of face, okay so the minute that you can see i is the minute that to me you have no excuses for your patterns so that we can accept biological rudeness of course of course we can we understand what unconscious means so again we understand when a person has their protector lens on they're in their suffering mode what that means not mean that I'm not in front of your face and that you cannot hear what you're speaking to me or not speaking to me so the actions that you still take will speak very loudly and very clearly and it doesn't matter if it's unconscious what matters is you've given me a very specific data point of who you are especially under stress which if anything so here's the thing it's the most important thing ever to know how your loved ones will be when stressed because guess what we already know I don't actually fucking know how I would feel when I'm physically life threatened, but I would like to hope that I will try to save my loved ones. And those are the hypotheticals that, if anything, we know our nervous system might freeze, so we might fail. We might fail to protect our loved ones. And that will not be something happy, but we will accept I'm imperfect. I don't know what I would do if you're physically life threatened, but I know that I would try to save you. So when people around us basically are under stress, and what they do is something different, they attack us. Because any teenager is very angry at their parent for not being there for them and our parents. So all those masculines and the feminines who are still masculines, all of these other Soleil troops, their childhood is very crappy. They're not sitting in the middle with the awareness of, I feel vulnerable and I want to be seen and heard and accepted by my loved ones and this isn't happening. No, they don't see that they're feeling vulnerable and that all humanity feels the same way. No, they they have a side. So this is what separation consciousness is. What it is not, when you're in the oneness consciousness, so what separation consciousness is not, it's never love. No matter how many times i've heard some people talk about how loving they are the minute that your neighbor throws shit at you and you don't say you know what let me try and talk about it because i'm sure there's something deeper is the minute that you are not aware of what it means to be a human being from the depths of you meaning that suffering is what can be a part of a person's life and so it's not about excusing the behavior it's again the immediate awareness of another and that that other is a human like you and so if they've done something in their biological rudeness it means that something's happening in their own life that's the difference is simply an awareness that you embody about humanity which is part of who we all are so the minute that I can know I'm sure that there is an answer whether it be conscious or unconscious doesn't matter it doesn't matter that you again this is where it's only in the exchange that that happens so the actions speak louder than words repeat actions will confirm everything when you understand that most people are living in their biological rudeness you stephen porges for the polyvagal theory because here's where red and yellow is any human being who does not actually know how to sit with oranges and apples and say fuck you fuck you and be able to not feel offended or oh my god what just happened like i'm serious here's where it stands if you're a conscious being who's a grown-up you're forgiving you're nuanced you know all people have trauma it's straightforward it isn't because humanity or life is shitty it's because people don't know that they're still living a very very traumatic whatever it is where they're inner child those charged parts didn't get tended to and some have a worse degree others not and and, you know it's not a competition here this is the other part because everybody who feels it's the same way when you feel vulnerable and you're all alone every child will feel the same loneliness and the same depth of emotional what is happening you know and and so here's where it always gets me because you know the, the reality is it's that straightforward only reason people don't see it is because they're too busy being the teenage version of themselves and then getting lost in some story of either their anointed ones from some alien species or (laughs) the media is keeping you stuck in your little you know they have someone to blame for why they're not growing consciously now again I want to give the compassion because there's a certain amount of times that you will need before you can see things. And that's where the people in our oversoul, we know how they're growing, how they're not. <clears throat> this is not because we want to or not want to. We're all energy. So that's why for the Enlightenment Soul Asian person, we expand our oversoul. And as I sing, going on the post, most important lessons, I'll never forget because I remember, this is going to be important for me to remember because a person will isolate themselves to the point of bringing themselves to die all alone and it's a very sad truth, it's a very, very, it's, it's heartbreaking, but you know what, it's not heartbreaking because we didn't try, it's heartbreaking because the individuals actually think of themselves as smart, the individuals actually continue to ignore what they're doing, the individuals, I'm talking about people, every person has loved ones, and in 2023 people want to talk about mental health but they'll turn their face away from their neighbor and judge them or their friends and loved ones and they will think that that's what it means to be a supporter of helping humanity no that's you doing what people have always done which is judge each other and that's basically it what is normal for the enlightenment soul agent person again is understanding this is an indication of how you're reacting under stress and this is an indication of what i can you know expect but it is also an indication of something that is deeper and so for those who want to work with it here's where we work with them because they'll work with us because that's what adults do the ones who don't they go and have their we're special we this whether it be a couple that's we are good you know Differentiate itself, we don't do the whole we. It's like you are you, I am I, and we do come together, but the we exists when we can actually count on each other. And so, counting on each other is something very specific. It actually means that if under stress, every person in our group will have each other's back, no matter what our belief systems or ideas are. This is only available if you're a functional adult. And in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group is the reality. Because these other Soul Age Groups, until they achieve Oneness Consciousness, they all have these themes that they're fighting. So they all have their social construct of reality as the right way. So right now we have what is beginning to look like this. A group whose consciousness, the Enlightenment Soul Age Group, and a group who is in social construction of reality. We'll leave it at that for now. And it's not good or bad. The rainbow exists for reasons. And it's because we are reestablishing a new, it's a new time. So there's a lot of things that are changing in society. When that happens, it is destroying and dismantling 3D, 4D concepts. This begins with the types of relationships. So, you know, today we have polyamory, gray A. Again, we have he, she, it, they. We have a whole buttload of differences in how we get to share life. And some people are really not okay with it. And some people think they know how to tell everybody else to do life. So like the vegans and the vegetarians stop telling us to have to eat meat. That's not how it's going to work. And as for the environments, we actually have smart people that are creating like the donut. There's this donut that has been created to re-establish a sustainable economy that in fact integrates all of the depths and dimensions of what economy includes, moving away from the money thing, so while the 4D realm stays with their conspiracy theories, all in different ways because they don't like what's coming to save the environment you know hey sorry so sad so that's one then the people that don't like the new types of relationships and the new types of ways that kids and people want to redefine their bodies I'm so sorry that you can't let go of something that was from yesterday so you know there's a lot changing this is why we actually sit here and understand all sides and what we understand more is that differences are what exist so we hear all the loud voices because they are all here and see here's where the enlightenment soul of feminine does not cancel we don't erase we're a friend forever which means you can take it when you say something we'll know where we stand and we'll know how you can or cannot do whenever stress is around you know so that's it we got our data points all we need is time for truths to be there so we know exactly what our oversoul is going to be with us For humanity as a whole, we see all sides because none is good or bad. We are able to always be flowing and we know that expansion of consciousness and human evolution changes in time. And this is what's happening. Social construction, again, is precarious or all social reality is precarious. All societies are constructions in the face of chaos. There's a destabilization because there's a change in political ways, in money ways, so economy, environment, besides the whole something. And so even here, we can always connect again to the human brain developed. And this development brought us to engage eventually in what we know today as the cortex. It's the more younger part of our brain. Our brain stem is still what's leading the way, so most people are getting the opportunities with the ascension energies to face their protector lenses and to become, if they want, grown-up versions of themselves. If they don't, it's okay. They've got a soul age group there. Like, here's why we don't actually have questions about, again, any person in our life or people in our life and what they're doing because it's their business. Our thoughts occupy a space for one thing alone. What am I getting to create today? Our loved ones, we thank them their actions again speak louder than words and they are all in our lives. and then we get more now we don't use our time to try and expand consciousness if people aren't interested that's where i was going with the other story so that's why we like to get clear so the people who have their patterns we love to understand them we know if they can be there or if not and really again we're in quantum relationships not the other way around so our exchange is always equal because an exchange is you're sharing time with me i'm sharing time with you that's it we are differentiated selves and so the biological rudeness is something that is an indication you're stressed today something's going on i'm going to leave it alone if you want to talk about it i'm here if you don't that's good either way again our day has not been ruined it has not been not ruined it has been actually excuse me added to they've shared with us an experience so the one change, I guess you could say, for anyone who moved into their complete, restored, embodied self as a feminine and or masculine is, one, the knowledge that people choose their consciousness at a certain point. And so suffering, it's not something beautiful, but some of those people, masculine and feminine alike, they're really all just masculines, they stick to a specific we group and their emotions and mind works in those specific patterns and so their childhood and their again i was intended to doesn't get seen by them they just lead with the protector lens completely and they're a teenage version of themselves which would be the whole black and white thinking harsh unforgiving and they get hammered by akash because life is not going to be in this business in their body it's going to be in a very different state Those of us who are in the isness, we're the 5D self-empowered, enlightened light worker in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group, and we have a buttload of stories to share, all in good ways, and our dismantled uh, ideas are something we actually knew would be here, because we actually do know where we're headed when we're first starting. The feminine, the masculine, they they get to choose. Again, they get to choose if they're going to be in some other Soul Age Group or get to that Enlightenment Soul Age Group. The feminines who are masculines as well, FYI. So looking forward to hearing your thoughts and experiences calling in or leave a message. Have a great day.